0: Howdy, howdy and welcome to the Daily Run. We are in Romans chapter 5 and we are going to finish Romans chapter 5 today. Believe it or not, yep, last time we flew flew through a bunch of verses. Um and so now we're going to kind of finish this up and this is uh we're going to be doing verses 20 and 21. And what we talked about last time for those of you that uh forgot, uh we were talking about Jesus dying for us. Uh Jesus dying in our place. And how can Jesus die for all mankind? And we read all of Paul's, his big, uh, his big, uh, what do you call it? Dissertation, where he talks about, look, sin entered through one man, through Adam. Therefore, sin could be taken out by one man, Jesus. Judgment came and condemnation came through one man. And therefore, uh, justification can come through one man, the one man's righteous work or what righteous deed uh, and the one man's uh, disobedience. Uh, we're all the one through the one man's disobedience. Many were made sinners. So also by one man's obedience, many were made righteous is what verse 19 says. So it's talking about that relationship between um, between Adam and Jesus, how Adam sin entered the world through Adam's sin and death entered the world through the Adam's sin. And therefore, through that wicked work that that sin uh death spread to all men death and sin spread to all men through him through all of his offspring and uh so therefore it can be removed by one man since it entered with one it can be taken out by one that's basically the idea so um in verse verse 20 i think it kind of ties into verse 13 which he's talking about that um until the law sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed when there was no law. So he, he's talking about, look, there there was still sin, but it was it was it was different before the law. So how was it different? Well, in verse twenty, it tells us this. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, which is kind of a weird thing to say that God gave the law so that there would be more offenses, which you know we think about laws we we think the purpose for laws isn't so people break them the purpose for laws is to keep people from breaking them i mean that's the reason for human law we make these laws and we say it's illegal to do this it's illegal to do that it's illegal to uh you know to take someone else's money it's illegal to kill people because we're trying to stop those behaviors that's the whole goal and what god is saying about his law is very different his law doesn't he didn't, his law was given that it says the law entered that the offense might abound, which is a really it just it's just really a strange thing. People say, why would God give give us the law? Well, he by showing us more of what right is, it revealed more to us about what wrong is. the uh, The more you see the example of what's right, the more you're shown the righteous standard. The more you see. You fail. And there's also, of course, this thing within us that Paul's going to talk about later on about there's that sinful nature within us that desires to do the wrong. When somebody tells you not to do something, uh, you don't have this desire to do it. You know, sometimes people say, I don't like being told what to do. Um, A lot of us, as soon as we know we're not supposed to do something, we want to see as soon as you know that there's something you're not supposed to look at or you're not supposed to touch right away, you you kind of want to look at you want to touch it. You want to find out why going on so um, he says the law entered that the offense might abound so the again this idea is the law didn't save you um, the law actually showed you your greater need for a savior but this is again this is tying us into chapter six and so he says but where sin abounded because okay where the law when the law entered it entered that offense might abound so he says now the offenses the offenses abounded so where sin abound though grace abounded much more. And so the idea being that the more you realize you're a sinner, it doesn't get you to a place where you're like, oh man, the, the more I realize who God is, the more I recognize the holiness of God, the more I see my own sin and my own failings and my, the, my own wickedness. Um, while we might start to see that and become very uh, discouraged He's saying, no, we don't have to be discouraged because where that sin abounds, grace abounded much more so that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so the whole idea is like, yeah, you've sinned. And here's the thing, when we fail as Christians, we're we're not we're not going to live perfect lives. You're going to mess up. You're going to fail. What's the difference? You know, we're not perfect. Well, the big difference is, is that we own it. You know, when you fail, when you mess up, you own it, you know, to the people that witnessed it to your family, you know, to, to go and say, you know, forgive me, I failed. You know, that's, that's the owning it part. That's the confession, confessing your sins to one another, that you might be healed, you know, that you restore relationships, you know, that kind of thing. Well, we, we confess our sin to the lord we say I, you know i blew it but here's the great thing is that where sin abounds grace abounds more and so you can't outsin god's grace and that of course might make you start to scratch your head and go wait a minute you can't outsin god's grace so wait a minute you're saying that no matter what i do god's grace is greater absolutely So are you saying I can just go out and do whatever I want and God will forgive me? Well, here's the thing. Paul knew you were going to ask that question because when we get to chapter six, the first thing he's going to say is this, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Well, you know, he's saying like, Hey, if grace, the more I sin, the more grace God shows, the greater the grace is, well, should I just continue to sin so that grace gets even greater? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked it. But you're going to have to wait till next time. Or, you know, you don't have to wait till next time. Just read on and you'll see what he says. Because he, spoiler alert, he's going to say, no, don't keep sinning. It's a really bad idea. Don't do it. And he's going to tell you why. And um, we've talked about in chapter five. Chapter five, Paul's talking about, again, being free from the penalty of sin of God God's wrath for our sin which was poured out in Christ instead the penalty of sin we are free from the uh the eternal consequences of our sin but what about the power of sin the power sin has on us in this life well tune in next time as we talk about the second p the second p we're freed from the free from the power of sin which is revolutionary to a whole lot of people I know it was to me. So we'll hit that one next time, Romans 6 next time. God bless you. Talk to you soon.